0: What's going on family, happy Monday, happy WrestleMania Monday. (laughs) And welcome to the Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man G.B. Gerard Bonner. Hope you guys are doing well. We're going to talk all about Wrestlemania and Wrestlemania Weekend in just a few minutes, but I want to make sure you guys are good. I want to thank you, of course, for your connecting with us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at The Faction Show. Those of you who are subscribed to our podcast already on iTunes, Google Play, or your preferred podcast platform, thank you so much. The interaction Has been amazing to say the least And we hope you guys are doing well Physically, mentally, financially, emotionally Yes, I know we talk pro wrestling But we actually care about you So we hope you guys are doing absolutely fantastic So with that said, let's just dive right in Because I know you want to talk about it I want to talk about it We want to talk about it WrestleMania 36 All right. It went down, of course, this past Saturday and Sunday on the WWE Network and in several other places that it's never been before, including the Fox Sports app, FoxSports.com. And again, another first, Fight TV carried WrestleMania 36. All of these are new platforms for WWE, which I think is very interesting, and we may get into why WWE went that way uh, at another time, but you had 16 matches over two nights. It's a lot of WrestleMania, but I'm going to start by saying this. And this is probably a major admission, and I'm going to say this. So you guys, I think, have had the opportunity to see the evolution and maturation of my thought process relative to WrestleMania over these last few weeks. You know, going from the space, whether they should cancel it or not, to their decision to finally move it from... Raymond James Stadium to the Performance Center. There were moments where I felt like this entire thing was irresponsible, etc., etc. With that said, I do believe that WWE did their best to take lemons and make some high-grade lemonade. I did not realize how much we needed Wrestlemania 36 and I know there are those who are complaining yeah but it was in front of no audience yeah but wouldn't those moments have been better in front of 80,000 people but here's the deal guys we got the moment in the comfort of our own home And for about four hours on Saturday and Sunday, we got to forget about this horrible pandemic and actually get into what WWE was presenting to us. And they did so in ways we did not expect. So let me just start by saying this. Every match was not five star. We know that. And some of them we probably could have done without. I think there were moments that we got to see how difficult it is. And, and let me spend a little time there. How difficult it is to perform in front of an empty arena so this is not like and for everybody who wants to talk about pro wrestling is acting this is where I throw that away because actors specifically in movies or TV scenarios tend to work without an audience they are accustomed to not getting that immediate response and when you then put them in front of an audience you have to actually teach them no after you say this line wait and allow the response to happen For most of them, they are accustomed to doing moves and waiting, letting it breathe so that the audience can properly respond. This was a major, major challenge for everybody involved, from every wrestler to every referee to every production person, even to the commentators. Think about this. How crazy is it that the wrestlers could hear the commentary during their match? We're seeing unprecedented things, and uh, I have to say, I have to commend WWE. I know it was not easy to do. We know it was pre recorded, and I think part of the reason why is so that they could take proper precautions. Let me let you in on a little something that perhaps you didn't know. So at Southern Honor Wrestling, we were planning this coming Friday to do an empty arena situation. We were going to do a closed set pay-per-view to take care of SHW19. Our fans had absolutely contributed and supported it. But the problem is here in Georgia, we now have a statewide shelter at home edict from the governor. So it would have been completely Uh, illegal for us to do the show it would have been morally irresponsible as well so we didn't do it but part of the plan was we were going to have performers come in at specific call times at no point would all of the roster be in the building at the same time we had precautions in terms of disinfecting the ring whenever things were happening in there like we were going to do all our best to make it safe and you had to know that WWE was doing the same thing. I will say this, for the first taped WrestleMania of all time, uh, they did a great, great job. Uh, Some fantastic matches, including that ladder match uh, for the Tag Team Championship, which in case, and I know several of you asked on our social media, why was it changed from a tag team ladder match to a triple threat match involving singles wrestlers? It's because The Miz was sent home with symptoms of the coronavirus. So people were being impacted all over the place, and yet they still managed to pull off an amazing show. We even got the surprise at the Raw Tag Team title match of Bianca Belair showing up at the end, which was phenomenal. Speaking of championships, we saw a number of titles change hands. The Women's Tag Team Championships changed hands. Congratulations to uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. The NXT Women's Championship changed hands as... Charlotte Flair becomes only the second woman in pro wrestling history to hold the NXT Women's Championship on two occasions as she defeated Rhea Ripley. Of course, we have a new Universal Champion in Braun Strowman who filled in as a last-minute replacement for Roman Reigns, defeating Bill Goldberg. On the Raw side, Drew McIntyre is the new WWE Champion as he defeated Brock Lesnar. But the thing that everybody's talking about are the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match. So I want to take a little time. Obviously, when all of us get back together, we're going to talk about it extensively. But I just want to say this. WWE shocked us all with the Boneyard match and with the Firefly Funhouse match. Oddly enough, those are the two matches that everybody's talking about. Why? First of all, it was a movie match, which we've not seen in WWE since the uh, great deletion from Matt Hardy. Secondly, why I thought this was important is because WWE was willing to try this outside of the Hardy influence. And some have wondered, how in the world did this happen? Well, here's a name you need to know. Jeremy Borash. Now, for those who don't know who Jeremy Borash is, Jeremy Borash was a longtime announcer and producer at Impact Wrestling, and he was the production mastermind behind all of the Hardy compound situations. It wasn't just Matt, no, it was him helping to put the production together. At the top of 2018, he made his way over to WWE. So with that said, he's been hanging out in NXT for the longest time, and they haven't called on him to do these types of things, but he's been involved very. very heavily in the production element. And so I'll say this, uh, necessity, as they say, is the mother of invention. And if the coronavirus has done anything for us, It has given us two matches that the world is talking about. It has shown us that WWE actually does pay attention to us fans. And it shows us that they can be creative and get the talk off of AEW. It's almost amazing to think that AEW hadn't delved into this. Now, let me also throw this out there as well. Impact Wrestling has continued to do the cinematic type of matches, but we aren't talking about them because they aren't as iconic as what we saw this past weekend at WrestleMania. Shout out to AJ Styles and The Undertaker for giving us something super special. We saw the return of the American Badass. Yeah, let's just say it. We saw the return of him, which just made sense. Given all that was happening between him and AJ Styles, let me tell you what else I loved. I loved the consistency of both of those presentations that neither of them tried to duplicate the other, but they were true to the people involved. And listen. This Firefly Funhouse match, the Firefly Funhouse match reminded me of an incredible, incredible song from incredible rappers like uh, Kendrick Lamar or Jay-Z. You know, when they've got the messages inside of the message, like I've had to watch that Firefly Funhouse match multiple times because certain messages I got initially, then others I had to ask myself, okay, what's being said? And perhaps there's a separate podcast episode completely dedicated to the Firefly Funhouse match because they said so much. And so, you know, there are those who were just like, I hated both of those. That's because you're accustomed to traditional wrestling, and I get it. But here's the one thing that all of pro wrestling has done historically, whether in the ring, out of the ring, in a parking lot, in a steel cage, um, in an uh, unsanctioned match, whatever, they all tell stories And this told a story the likes of which we've not seen in the shores of WWE. So shout out to Bray Wyatt. Shout out to John Cena. um, Shout out to giving us something that we'll be talking about for years to come. Now, let me just be clear. I don't want all of my matches movie matches. I don't want them all to be cinematic classics, right? Because they don't call for that. But it's just like anything else. If you use it during a special occasion, It will work, and boy, did this work. I want to get your thoughts, and we've been hearing from you over the weekend, but I want to hear your thoughts on WrestleMania 36. Was it a win? Was it a loss? What stood out to you? Did you like the Firefly Funhouse match or the Boneyard match? I know some folks who loved the Boneyard match and hated the Firefly Funhouse match, so I want to hear your thoughts on that. You can reach out to us, of course, on social media at The Faction Show. In fact, the post that we have put up, matter of fact, any of the posts, you can put it on there. We will certainly find it, and I think we'll read some of them the next time we are together. Now, we've got some really cool things planned for you this week. You have to stay connected. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but you'll know them when you see and hear them. So stay connected to us. And again, we want to hear from you at The Faction Show uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And make sure you are subscribed to our podcast wherever it is that you get podcasts i promise we're delving much more into wrestlemania the raw after wrestlemania the smackdown after wrestlemania and the fact that wwe isn't stopping they announced last night their next pay-per-view is coming in May, money in the bank say what yeah we're gonna get into all of that uh all throughout the week so stay tuned Until next time, though, it's your man, GB, representing for Courtney and Clack, and we call this The Faction.